Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm Andrew Brock Gordon, your reigning, defending, B-card heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm joined by... The main man, Tommy Haley. How y'all doing? (laughs) I am the emo that listens to Screamo, Macy Shear. Uh... So Macy's week was mad. Tommy, how about yours? It's pretty good. I mean, it was okay. It's just, you know, thing, thing, just stuff. It's just stuff? Stuff. Stuff. Stuff and things. Things and stuff. Stuff, stuff, stuff and things. Things and stuff. Anyway, uh, I am wonderful. I just got back from Indianapolis uh, not quite 24 hours ago at this point. Uh, I am very tired and still in Eastern time. See, we talked about this on, like... On Outspoken. Outspoken. Which, if you have not listened to Outspoken, episode one, go check it out. It's already up on the YouTube channel. It comes out every Thursday. Shameless plug right now for it, but, you know. Continue talking. I just find it weird that a city like Indianapolis is in, like, the Eastern time zone. Like, you would think, oh yeah, Indianapolis, they're definitely in Central Time. Nope. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, Destin, Florida is in the Central yes, Time. Yes, like, yeah, I know, like, Destin, yeah, Destin is in Central Time Zone. So weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, like, I don't know either. <clears throat> but uh, Indianapolis is a very beautiful city. I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. Uh, went to the NCAA... Hall of Champions Museum there in Indianapolis, right next to their headquarters. Uh, walked by their uh, baseball stadium there for the AAA team. They're the AAA affiliate of the Pirates. Found that out. I would have found really? Yeah, I know. I'm like Cleveland, the Reds. I mean, I knew the Reds had Louisville as their team, but still. Okay, that's interesting. Cubs, White Sox. I mean,. It's right there. Like, like the ones that make sense, like you know, Detroit, Buffalo, Buffalo is like their like Toronto's like uh, yeah. my one of the minor league affiliates, Triple uh, Omaha for the Royals. You know, but no Pirates, Indianapolis. Sure. Okay. That found that out. All right, and then I finally did it. I made it to the holy grail of stadiums for me. I went to Lucas Oil Stadium. Got some <clears> nice <throat> videos like you, and pictures of that. Uh, it's not open in, to the public right now. So you went in there? No. Oh no, it's not open. Surprise, surprise! The NFL season is not going on, so you're not allowed in there. Uh, did, uh, yes, it is. The NFL season? Uh, the Combine started today, by the way. Yeah, I know. So that was another reason I couldn't go in. They don't let people into that? No, you have to have a press pass or uh, uh, be affiliated with a team. Huh. Trust me, I looked into it. Well, that's interesting. Because 
you know, we were already there in Indianapolis. Technically Southport, but that's still Indy. You're, like, on the outskirts. Kind of like, you know, how, like... Liberty to Kansas City, yeah. Kansas. But on the south side, so... Lee Summit to Kansas City. Blue Springs. Independence. No, not to the east. Straight south. Oh, straight south? Yeah. So, I, Grandview, yeah. Harrisonville. Belton? Mm, kind of, yeah. Anyway. Uh, caught a Indianapolis Fuel game. It's the ECHL affiliate of the Chicago Blackhawks. They have a weird... Their arena's in a weird spot. I'll just say that right now. It's just a really weird spot for it. What? Where the Fuel play their games. So they don't play it in the same place that the Pacers play. They play at Farmers... the, The Farmers... Indiana Farmers Insurance Coliseum. Which is on the Indianapolis Fairgrounds, where they have their state fair. Okay. Well, to get to this stadium, which is in the middle of the fairgrounds, you have to park a good eh, quarter mile away from the arena. What? Yeah. They, have to make you, they make you walk almost a quarter mile? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Like, like I said, it is, it is the heart of the fairgrounds. So you huh. park where the parking is because it's normally set up for... It was originally set up for the State Fair. And then you walk to go watch the Fuel play. They had about 5,000 people in the arena that sits about six-something <laughs> people in there. So it was a good turnout. Uh, you good there, oh Macy? God. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh. And then uh, we watched Elena throw for the conference championships. Sunday. How'd you do? Uh, let's not talk about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> it went that well. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She was not happy. <laughs> oh. And we didn't get to talk to her until about, well, after the final throws had happened for the championship. So. Then, yeah, the rest oh. of the day, Sunday, we just kind of chilled in the. Hotel, slept a bit, and then we left Monday morning and got back. Yesterday about 6.30. I had girls that were checking me out in every gas station that we stopped by on our way back, so that was weird. But they've never seen a Missourian? No, it was even here in Missouri. There were just girls checking me out, so that was a weird feeling. I don't know what it was, but it was something. Anyway, enough about me and my trip this week. Uh, We do have a lot to talk about this week. (laughs) A lot more than I thought. Than a lot more than I thought we would. To be completely fair. Uh, So let's go ahead and get started with our top five for this week, which apparently y'all were kind of confused about. Uh, no, I didn't. No, I was not confused about it. I just simply forgot one part of it. Well, you both did, so 
What? You forgot one part of the uh, top five this week. Oh, right, right, right. So, would you all like to explain what you forgot? So, like we said, I believe on last, excuse you, Macy, is before I was rudely interrupted by Bert. Uh, the top five for this week was top five uh, places that should have a professional sports team. But we also made it a little kicker to where we would also have to give them a name. Yes. Go be honest. Art. I am like uh, that, Macy. It's like kind of my fault because you asked and I answered what it was, but I forgot half of it. Yeah, so they forgot to name their teams. I didn't. I have a total of 11 teams that have names and their sports league that they belong to. So, yeah. Uh, who wants to go first for their top five this week? I'll go first. All right, Macy. Say the city. I would say save the name of the team, but you don't have it. And say their sports league. Okay, can I, um, question. Answer. Is it wrong to say all of America for it? I don't know. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so my number five is <laughs> professional tag. Okay, so that is already a thing. It's around the world, and they have their qualifiers in each city. Yeah, but, like, we should have, like, I was thinking, like, maybe we could have, like, our own America, American like, one. So, like, yeah, like what? Yeah, professional. Yeah, they're professionals. Huh? I, okay, so yours is professional tag for America. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. Any and explain? <laughs> because I think it'd be very fun to watch. Like, have you seen? Have you watched professional tag? Yeah. I mean, I mean, who hasn't either watched it and or played it? Okay, well, I've never played it, so... What? You've never played Tag? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> no, got him. Ha <laughs> ha! Okay. Uh, uh, that's okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking stick to the four major sports leagues, but okay. That's an interesting one. Okay, my bad. No, you're good. We're fine. Uh, how many honorable mentions do you guys have, by the way? None. None. Cool! <laughs> Alright, is that all you have, Macy? Yeah, for my number four. Well, okay, but we'll, we'll get or to five, it. Or five, sorry. We'll get to that. Alright, Tommy, go ahead. Alright, so I actually, like, was like, let's see. I ha I Ooh. went off based off, like, certain metropolitan high highly populated metropolitan areas that are considered big cities that aren't really, don't really have professional teams. Okay. And this, uh, one of them was, uh, this wasn't a majorly populated place, but I thought um, Providence for hockey. They do have an AHL team there. Right, but, has, I, but like. That has a good uh, um, attendance, which that's a good choice, honestly. Explain. But yeah, like, it, 
cool to see a professional team in Providence, Rhode Island for hockey. Yeah. I think the market or the fan base is there. Uh, you got the Providence Bruins there, and you also have the uh, University of Providence Friars. Uh, both have great attendance for their games. Very great attendance, especially now. Oh, for the wait, are you talking about the basketball team? Like they're called, yeah, the college basketball team. I'm talking about their hockey team oh. at Providence, which multiple time national champion. But you know, whatever. Frozen Force coming up. That's what I'm more excited for than the Final Four. So, yeah, March baby. Yeah, March. It's time March for the madness. It, yeah, it's time for the Frozen Four. Let's go. Final Four. Frozen Four. Please, nope. anybody beat Minnesota. Somebody beat Minnesota. The Golden Gophers can't win. Let's watch basketball then. It's like everyone watches in March. Okay. What? Is all what? you have for uh, Providence? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I couldn't think of a name. Um, I could think of one off the top of my head right now. The Providence Sailors. They got okay. a big port there in Providence. You could be the Shoreman. They could be the Donuts. Okay. Uh, my number five, we're going to stay in the NHL. It's the obvious layup answer, so I just got it out of the way. Uh, Kansas City Coyotes. I think you could tell that it's a relocation yeah. rather than an, ex- an expansion. So. Yeah. Uh, I you can explain it. I already know why. Um, Arizona Coyotes just need to get the hell out of Arizona. Um, and yeah, Kansas City's a pretty good market. Uh, almost nearly sell out every time that the Kansas City Mavericks play. Granted, they're in a smaller arena, but there's still a market for ba- or for hockey here. NBA, Kansas City's not on my list, and that's because of, uh, KU and just everything else is pretty much oversaturated here basketball-wise in Kansas City. I mean, uh, yeah, you got the big tournament. Yeah, so they're beyond the Mavericks, there's not a lot for hockey. So, uh, NHL, my number five, Kansas City Coyotes. Macy, you're number four. So, I kind of just pulled this out of my butt. Lovely. Um, <laughs> dodgeball? Like, you completely like, the, the top five this week, didn't yeah, you? you misinterpreted this big time. Yeah, I did. My bad. Okay, so, um, Macy, no offense, we're just gonna have it go between me and Tommy for this, then? Oh, uh, you don't want to hear my other three? You can just say them right now in rapid succession. Oh, okay. Well, number three was Roller Derby. And There's then already the- a Roller Derby League. Damn it! Nobody goes to it. Number two. Um, was more of a a national rugby team, like more rugby teams. I would be down for that. That would be pretty cool. There's already and a rugby num- league. <laughs> they just don't. I know, but they're not. I don't know. Popularized, I guess. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I just know, like a lot of like when I was reading how many teams there are, it was like more like southern like people had teams for it it was never it's not like any up north teams have one i know new york has one but they're they're focused on you know hockey and such up north 
Right. And then agreeing with you, Brock was um, an NHL team for Kansas City. All right. Well, there you go. So, Macy just kind of misinterpreted this week's top five. Yeah, she completely misinterpreted it. Sorry. I mean, she got the number one. Oh, yeah. On that, but uh, it's fine. I think I'd probably need to explain it better is what I needed to do. Uh, Tommy, you're number four. Okay, my number four. Kind of an interesting one because I couldn't really think of what to do. So I said Boise, Idaho for literally any professional sport. That's pretty good, honestly. Uh, They have an ECHL team, uh, the Idaho Steelheads. So I said for any sport. I know. I agree with that. They're not on my honorable mentions, but I, with my uh, failed video that I was going to do about who the XFL should have their teams and where they should be at, uh, they were on my list of the cities. I still might do that video at some point. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, that'd be pretty cool to have, like, literally, it's a highly... It's a pretty big-sized city, city, actually. Yeah, so I was like, okay, all right, might as well do it like that, so... Yeah. That's a pretty good shout, honestly. Uh, My number four, we're going to go to the NBA. And we're heading down, we're heading up to Yenzatan. We're going with Pittsburgh in the NBA. Can you guess what their name's going to be? I have no idea. The Steel. S-T-E-E-L. Okay. Give You know, pays homage to the steel industry. Plus, it's a nice little play on words for what you'd want to do in basketball. Yeah. And there's not really a lot better I could think of for Pittsburgh and a name of the yeah, no, NBA they, team ha- there. Funny, I kind of thought about putting Pittsburgh down, and I'm like, I can't think of anything, so... I mean, the best ones I came up with beyond uh, the steel were the Phantoms and the Slammers. And that's it. So that's why I decided to go with the steel. So, Tommy, you're number three. Number three. Uh, I did Nashville for baseball. Interesting. That is my number two. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, think of a name. What? Did you think of a name? Yeah, I did, but I'll say it when I get to it. Okay, because I couldn't really think of a name for this one. You're not like, going to go with the... Nashville hot oh, chickens. Wait. Like the last time I did, yeah. No, I would definitely call it the hot chicken. That'd be hilarious and awesome. Uh, whatever. But you're going with Nashville for your number three. You want to explain it better when I get to my number two? You can explain it better. Okay. Uh, my number three. Well, we're going to go to the NFL in a city that desperately deserves an NFL team, more so than Vegas did or Los Angeles, San Antonio. And ladies and gentlemen, I give you the San Antonio Bandits. San Antonio has shown when they have been given NFL teams to come play there, whether it was the Saints, Duran, uh, the Hurricane, or even the Alliance of American Football, which failed. They had the highest attendance and were selling almost selling out all the seats they had available. San Antonio is a football town. 
And I think the NFL should really look into giving them a team. Because San Antonio, I think, will surprise them more than I think more people will realize. And the Bandits, well, I mean, you got the Cowboys, you got the Texans. What else do you think of when you think of Texas? You think of Bandits. Especially in the Old West. I could have gone with Defenders, but eh. I feel like that's kind of cliche. It sounds like something Washington would name themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. My number three is the San Antonio Bandits. You're number two. My number two? Yes. So, so I thought about this. I'm like, hmm, you're in that city right now. Baseball would be pretty cool. I have them on my honorable mentions. In Indianapolis for baseball would be pretty cool. So I'll just go ahead and you can use the name that I came up with for them. I came up with the Indianapolis Nitro for the MLB. Because okay, they, yeah. they are known as a uh, racing city. The Indianapolis 500 happens there every year. The ECLA, or the ECHL team is the fuel. Well, that would be one of the things I would use. And rather than racers, I went with Nitro. Yeah. So. That's actually not bad. I can also see the logo right now. One of them would be a uh, baseball coming at you with flames coming out the back. Yeah. But yeah, so that's your number two. My number two, Nashville, for baseball, the Nashville Stars. The Nashville Stars. Dude, hot chickens just sound better. Well, there is a reason for them being the Stars. That was the name of the Negro Leagues team that played there. So, and there's already a grassroots effort to try and get a team, an MLB team to Nashville named the Stars. So I just took that, Nashville Stars. Plus, Hot Chickens doesn't quite roll off the tongue like Stars do. You can't chant that, really, as well. So, no, okay. Uh, Nashville is a very much a growing city and one that is in need of a professional sports team in the MLB They've shown it in the NHL. What are you you talking about, Macy? Talking about. Sorry, my dog. Okay. Uh, They have shown it with the NHL. They just sold out the stadium, almost complete sellout of the Stadium Series game. Dude, that was awesome. Over 68,000 fans in attendance. They're showing it with the Titans. Nashville SC has shown it playing in Nissan Stadium as well. The minor league hockey team, or the minor league baseball team in Nashville, is one of the highest in attendance. It's time for Nashville to get an MLB team because I don't think you could do an NBA team in Nashville. They have, I mean, it's, I mean, they have the Grizzlies, but they're in Memphis, so I guess that's technically they're three and a half hours away. Yeah, but like you get the idea. Yeah. All right, Tommy, review your previous four before saying you're number one. So. Before I say my number one, I'll say number five was Providence for the NHL. Boise for like literally any professional team, literally baseball, football, or literally and literally anything. Mm-hmm. Then I said Nashville for baseball. I came with the Hot Chickens because I just that just that name would sound so cool. <laughs> that sounds like a minor league team, not a professional team, though. Okay, whatever. It does. You're number two. 
And then Indy for Indianapolis for baseball and be like the Nitro, like you said. Mm-hmm. The Indianapolis Nitro sounds good. I don't know why. It just rolls off the tongue pretty well. Uh, your number one. Uh, it's kind of like the obvious, kind of like how you said for, uh, you know, Kansas City to have, you know, the Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Seattle. Seattle for basketball. Yeah, I'm guessing you're probably going to go with the Supersonics. Yep. Figured. Um, yeah, I agree with you. That's why Kansas City is not on my list for the NBA. They're like, the funny thing is, it's like they're one brand new stadium away from getting a basketball team. Hey, guess what? They have a brand new stadium. The Kraken play there. Oh, okay. So... Whatever it's called, it's like Green New Deal Arena. Hang on. Uh oh, Climate Pledge Arena in that in Seattle. My bad. What kind of name is that? One that Jeff Bezos comes up with when he buys the naming rights. At least it sounds better than cryptocurrency dot crypto whatever the Staples Center is now. It's still the Staples Center. Anyway, but no. yeah, they have a new arena that they can play in. Oh, okay. It's your move, NBA. Your move. NBA, get on the buck. Oops, sorry. I it you cut out, so it sounded like get on the buck, and I'm like, what? Get to it, NBA. Come on, let's go. All right, I will review my previous four before saying my number one, which I'm honestly surprised hasn't been said yet. Uh, number five was the Kansas City Coyotes in the NHL. Uh, that's literally just moving the Arizona Coyotes to Kansas City. Number four was the Pittsburgh Steel in the NBA. Number three is the San Antonio Bandits in the NFL. Number two are the Nashville Stars in the MLB. And number one, Tommy, are you familiar with a certain baseball bat brand called Louisville Slugger? Uh, If I'm not mistaken, it should be a a professional team in Kentucky for baseball. Yes, I have gone for the MLB, the Louisville Legends. It rolls off the tongue. It fits with the legendary baseball bats that Louisville, Kentucky has produced. They have a minor league team there, AAA, that are called the Louisville Bats. Eh, a little bit too on the nose. Legend sounds better for an MLB team. Uh, Yeah, number one is Louisville Legends. They are... Louisville needs a professional sports team, period. And I think baseball is probably their best bet for an in. If not the NBA. I I agree with that. Alright, and you said you had no uh, honorable mentions? I had zero. Alright, well you took one of mine with the Indianapolis Nitro. Here are my other ones. Uh, the In the MLB, the Charlotte Horsemen. Uh, yes, a nod to the Four Horsemen from the NWA, but also a nod to the Calvary units during the Revolutionary War that helped combat the British charge from the south up to the northern colonies during the Revolution. Uh, I already sent the Indianapolis Nitro for the MLB. In the NHL, the Houston Wranglers. Houston is the fourth... Go ahead. Oh, okay. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, they already have, like, the arena to do it with the Toyota Center. Exactly. 
I was trying to think, oh, I could go space, but, I mean, what are you going to say space name that's not already in use and would make sense for a NHL team? So I went with the other direction. I went Western themes, rodeo, wranglers for the NHL for Houston. Uh, for the MLB, or for the NBA, excuse me, I'm going with the city of St. Louis and the St. Louis Steamers. For the steamboats that rolled up and down the mighty Mississippi and the mighty Missouri, transporting goods. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Number What's t- funny... Go ahead. Is uh, like uh, Austin, Texas for like having a professional team? I couldn't because that's football or nothing in that town. Yeah, that, and then I was like, you know, like if it's not like football, it's like... You know, it's no dice, you know? That's why I said the... And there's... Where are you going to put... Like, okay. Beyond... Well, any sport in Austin, where are you going to put a stadium? That's a good question. That's why I said San Antonio. There you have the stadium built. You use the Alamo Dome. Yeah. Seats 69,000 fans. Anyway. uh, St. Louis Steamers. Uh, number 10, the Salt Lake City Trailblazers for the NFL. Where are you going to put them? Like, for the time being? Like, are you just going to build them a brand new stadium? They can build a brand new stadium, but right now they can play in Rice-Eccles Stadium. Which is where the Utah Utes play. Oh. But no, there's plenty of room out in Salt Lake City to put and build a new stadium. Plus, there's a lot of money out there. <laughs> Oh, yes. The Mormons. Well, I wasn't going to bring in religion into this, so. (laughs) And then my final one from the NHL. This is going to be a little bit of an interesting one. And I'll have to give you some facts and figures as to why this city. My final one from the NHL, the San Diego Sailors. Here's why. There is an AHL team in San Diego right now. They have sellouts every single game. Let me repeat. This is a AHL team in San Diego, and they sell out or near sell out every single game. You want to guess how many average fans they have for those games, Tommy? I'd like to say around 10,000. You're on the low end. It's 12,000. Oh, so I was just off by 2K. All right. I am pulling up the NHL um, attendance figures right now to show you where that would be roughly in comparison uh, fans per game. That would put them at number 24 out of the current 32 teams in average attendance. In the national, in the NHL? Yes. Oh, okay. That would put them at the same threshold as their parent team, the Anaheim Ducks, New Jersey Devils, Montreal Canadiens, San Jose Sharks, and above, the Winnipeg Jets, Calgary Flames, Arizona Coyotes, Buffalo Sabres, and Ottawa Senators. Oh, all right. I'm also looking at this and just saw the team with the highest average tennis per game. You want to guess who it is? Uh, who? Nashville Predators. 19,236. Go Preds go, baby. But yeah, that is 
my cities and honorable mentions for NFL or any sport, addition, expansion, relocation, whatever. Uh, next week will not be a top five. It'll be a tier list. Are you excited okay. for this tier list, Tommy? Uh, oh, it di- I know what this is. <laughs> Are you excited for it? I feel like I'm gonna. F- I feel like I will want to kill you at- after the-, the week. Well, all right, Macy, you still there? Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for what we're doing next week? Yep. All right, next week is a power rankings of these eleven fast food burger locations. Five Guys, Culver's, Hardee's, Burger King, Steak and Shake, Freddy's, Wendy's, Dairy Queen, A&W, Sonic, and McDonald's. Okay. So that is what you'll be power ranking, and it's the burgers only. That the burgers? Be... Oh, I can't. Okay. No. Nope. So it can't be chicken nuggets and then, you know, because otherwise I would have put Canes in there and... Zaxby's and KFC and all them. Yep, there you go. That is our uh, power rankings for next week. Y'all ready for MIPs of the week? Yes, Macy, go first because me and Brock probably have the same exact one. Okay, well, heck, actually, if that's the case, I'm going to do a reshuffle here. And I'm actually going to ask the trivia question first. Ask the trivia question first, then. Are you ready, Miss Macy? Yep. Are you ready, Mr. Haley? Yes. All right. Trivia question this week comes to you from the NHL. The NHL Stadium Series was played this past weekend and saw the Tampa Bay Lightning defeat the Nashville Predators by a score of 3-2. Which of the following venues has the NHL not played at in an outdoor game? A. Dodger Stadium. B. Wrigley Field. C. McMahon Stadium. D, MetLife Stadium, or E, Navy Memorial Stadium. I'm sorry, what? McMahon, what? Yeah, McMahon Stadium. Where is that? Canada. Oh, let's see. Did you say Wrigley? Wrigley, yes. Uh, Dodger Stadium, Wrigley Field... McMahon Stadium, MetLife Stadium, and Navy Memorial Stadium. Ooh, I feel like this is like, oh, I feel like three of them are the, like, the, the possible answer. I said A. You're saying Dodger Stadium? All right. I'm going to say MetLife Stadium. Tommy, you are correct. Oh, really? Wait, they never played at MetLife Stadium? Nope, they have played at Yankee Stadium twice instead. I, here's the funny... I don't remember them playing in Yankee Stadium at all. Uh, I don't think you were quite an NHL fan yet. But still, but still though... And they play in the winter. It's called the Winter Classic, genius. Or the Stadium Series, or the Commonwealth Cup. Whatever. McMahon Stadium is in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is the home of the Calgary Stampeders. I thought that was one where it was like, yeah, here's a, here's one to throw them off. No, that was legitimate stadium. Okay, I, I thought that was like a, he's doing this to throw us off kind of deal. Legitimate <laughs> stadium that's been played in Canada. Highest attendance game in all of the Canadian games. Huh. 
Uh, huh. Navy Memorial Stadium was actually played as a home game for the Washington Capitals. Really? Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, now on to the NCAA and their crazy week this week. Is here. <laughs> yes, it is. Da, 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 da. Macy, your Jayhawks took a fat L to the Baylor Bears. And mm-hmm. we're upset. How do you feel about that? Uh, like I said, college isn't, like, my strong. Like, okay, so college basketball is not really, like, one of the sports I really care about. You know, like, I'll root for a team, but I don't really care about it that much. Very convenient of you to say. Why? Tommy knows why. Why? Uh, anyway. Tommy, would you like to list off all the teams that took an L that were upset this past Friday uh, or this past Saturday? Sure, let me pull them up real quick. Alrighty. That would be excellent of you, sir. Number five Baylor got upset or number five Kansas. Sorry, I don't know why I flipped them up flipped them around. Yeah, uh Baylor weird. beat Kansas, so they were ranked number five. Yep. Number five. Michigan State pulled out a last-second win against Purdue. They were ranked fourth. Four. Arkansas upset Kentucky. Six. Tennessee pulled out an upset against Auburn. Three. Mm, Let's see. TCU beat Texas Tech. They were ranked ninth. Uh, I think you might have that flipped. No, it says, nope. TCU upset Texas. I pulled up right here. Mm, okay. What were the, what was they, Texas Tech ranked? They were ranked ninth. Okay. Let's see. Colorado pulled off an upset against number two Arizona. Yep. Are you good over there, Macy? Sorry, I was reading something. Uh, oh, okay. And, and the big one, St. Mary's pulling out a ten point win against Gonzaga. Yeah, I told you that was probably going to be the best game this week. March is officially here. It is. So much uh, so that next week, or the next few weeks, we're going to be covering a lot of the NCAA. Uh, it's so much fun. Including filling our brackets out live on air. How many are we doing? Are we just doing one for this one, or can we'll, we do multiple? We'll do one for BTT. Okay, alright, cool. Because I'm filling out multiple this season. <laughs> I figured as much. I want Warren, Biff- Warren Buffett's I don't remember how much he does for it for a perfect bracket. A lot. I oh, it's a lot though. All right. So yeah, this this was a crazy week for the NCAA. It was so crazy. It's so good, and it shook up the rankings big time. Uh, well, I shouldn't say big time. Gonzaga and Arizona say- stayed where they were. Stood where they were. However, yeah, no, Baylor the- shot up the rankings. Yeah, they went up seven. They're now ranked third. Duke is now number four. They jumped up three spots. Auburn is now fifth. They fell to Kansas and Kentucky both dropped a spot. They're both six and seven. Purdue fell four spots to number eight, though. Yep. Providence uh, rose spots to uh, number two. That's going to change this week because they just lost to Villanova. Oh, they did? Yeah, by two. 
Oh, as of this recording? Yeah. They just lost to Villanova. Villanova was favored by 11 points going into that game. Oh, oh, oh. And only one by two, so... Parlin showed a lot of heart. And showed that eh, the, the, they won the Big East, but that tournament, you got to watch out for them still. Wisconsin jumped up three spots. They're number 10 now. Number 11 is Villanova. Number 12 is Texas Tech. Tennessee is now number 13. Houston is number 14. Arkansas is number 15. USC is now 16. UCLA has dropped to 17. UConn is 18. St. Mary's is now 19 and I think has secured their spot in the NCAA tournament. Would I be correct with that assumption? Say that again? I think St. Mary's has secured their spot in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Yeah, I, I would say yes. That win over Gonzaga, they're number 19 right now. They have some quality wins. Illinois yeah. is now number 20. Texas is 21. Murray State falls to number three, or er, falls three spots to number 22. Ohio State is now 23. Iowa is now number 24. And Alabama is number 25. An updated look at the standings here and all of college basketball for you as we head into the final week of the season. Houston, Houston better watch their back. They still have SMU breathing down their neck. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like here. It's like that final push with conference championships and then the tournaments. Davidson is one game up on VCU in the Atlantic Ten Conference. ACC or ACC Duke is one game up on Notre Dame and a game and a half on North Carolina. Big Twelve. Oh, Big 12, the Jayhawks and Bears are tied for the conference lead with Texas Tech one game behind them. Big East, while it's already been decided that Providence has won the Big East, Villanova is tied with them now. Montana State leads the Big Sky Conference and is one game up on both Southern Utah and Weber State. Big South pretty much belongs to the Longwood Lancers and the the Winthrop Eagles. Big Ten, Purdue leads all teams right now. Their key game right now that's getting ready to be played against Purdue is going to decide the fate of the Big Ten. Big West, it's Long Beach State and Cal Fullerton. Colonial, it's Townsend and UNC Willingham. Middle Tennessee State and North Texas lead their divisions in Conference USA. Horizon League, Purdue, Fort Wayne, and Cleveland State lead with two more teams breathing down their necks. Ivy League, Princeton leads. Your thought on that one, Tommy? Interesting. They got Yale. They got a one-game lead up on Yale. And poor, poor Columbia Lions are 4-21. and Iona Gales, led by a coach that shall not be named, pretty much have the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference locked up. Toledo leads the Mid-American Conference, the MAC by one game on Ohio State and Kent State in a game of half on Buffalo. Norfolk State leads the MEAC. Missouri Valley Conference, Northern Iowa Panthers have a one-game lead on Missouri State, Drake, and Loyola, Chicago. The Ramblers are in trouble of not making it to the tournament. 
that oh. is not good. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Boise, oh, excuse me. Boise State leads the Mountain West Conference by a game and a half over Colorado State. So it looks like Boise's going to punch their ticket. Bryant uh, leads Wagner by a game in the Northeast Conference. Murray State is running away with the Ohio Valley Conference right now. Pac-12, this is where it gets pretty tight up top. Arizona has a game-and-a-half lead on USC and a two-game lead on UCLA. Patriot League, Colgate, it's just Colgate's to lose. They have a four-game lead on Navy is the next closest team. The Southeastern Conference, four teams could win the conference this week. Auburn currently leads, but only holds a half-game lead on Tennessee. And Arkansas and Kentucky are right behind them with one game back of Auburn. I, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you this right now. The toughest league right now is the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. This, and it's funny to think that now, like, with the SEC, how it is now compared to years past, it's like, wow, talk about a complete 180. Yeah, it's insane. Like, uh, and it used to be like, all right, it's Kentucky, all right, cool. Maybe Florida? Florida occasionally, Florida. yeah. South Carolina that one year. Yeah, like, it's like, okay, but then it's just like, like Kentucky for basketball. Yeah. And you get another random school occasionally. Like, Old Miss that one year. But no, yeah. I mean... The SEC is becoming a juggernaut in both football and basketball. It's getting scary. Uh, that's getting very scary. Southern Conference Chattanooga pretty much has it locked up. They have a two-game lead on Fullman, on Furman, I should say. Southland Conference New Orleans Privateers and the Nickel State Cardinals tied right now, but a half game behind them is Southeast Louisiana State. The SWAC. Yes, the SWAC. Florida A&M leads Alabama A&M by a half game, and Alcorn State leads Texas Southern by a half game and is one game up on Southern. Summit League, it's South Dakota State, and there's no one even close to them right now. Sunbelt, Texas State pretty much has it locked up. Appalachian State's a game and a half in striking distance, but they're not going to catch them. West Coast Conference, Gonzaga has a game-and-a-half lead on St. Mary's. It's a shame. The South, the West Coast Conference has really actually done pretty good this year. They probably have three, four teams that are conference, or that are tournament-caliber teams that just aren't going to get in. I mean, you have the NIT tournament. That's close enough. Yeah, but I don't think San Francisco or, San Francisco or BYU wants to do that. Fair. And finally, the whack. Whew. Buckle up here, folks. New Mexico State leads Seattle University by a half game. Stephen F. Austin by one game. Sam Houston State by a game and a half. And Grand Canyon by two games. Whew. Yeah, no, it's very, getting very highly contested. And the worst record in the entire NCAA goes to the Lamar Cardinals at two and twenty-five. Damn, that's that's not good. 
That is not good. Oh, we have a challenger. It's Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils at 2 and 24. Huh. And the Oregon State Beavers at 3 and 25. Now I'm seeing who has the worst records here. Del Delaware State at 2 and 24 as well. IUPUI at 3 and 25. They only have five players for their tournament that are competing this week. Wait, excuse me. Wait, what? IUPUI only has five players dressed for this week for their tournament. All right. Southern Miss that at 6 and 23. William and Mary, 5 and 26. Cal Poly at 5 and 20. Nebraska at 8 and 21. Yeah, I'm figuring this out. 5 and 24, Charleston Southern. 6 and 21, Duquesne. 6 and 22, Maine. And those are the worst records. Those are not good. No, they are not. They're not. Those are not good. No, they are not. And it is now time for our MIP of the Week awards. Are y'all ready? Well, should I say, Macy, are you ready to give your MIP of the Week award? Yeah, one sec. All right. P present your candidate, because I can tell you right now, they're not going to win. Um. So I've said this one before, but I'll say it again. FedEx. Dude, I'm so sick and tired of their crap. Alright, FedEx for Macy. Explain why. Okay, so <clears throat> yesterday, we didn't receive FedEx at all. We usually receive it around 10, 30, 11. They decide to show up at 2 o'clock when I'm supposed to be leaving. So, like, I'm stuck at work. There's customers rushing in, and we're trying to put all this stuff away. And so they come back to come pick up the stuff that we have to ship out. We have four carts full of things that need to be shipped out. They only took one. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, so now it makes us look like like the assholes. And, like, we, it makes us look like assholes and, like, we didn't try to get people's stuff shipped out or, or anything or try to bring in stuff for people who ordered it to be brought to our store. So, yeah. I have a beef with FedEx. I think that might be a t-shirt one day. <laughs> a beef with FedEx. Yeah. I feel like people would buy that. <laughs> Quick. To the internet. <laughs> okay, start designing your shirt there, Macy. I'll put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Tommy, say our candidate. Uh, the fucking dumbass Rob Manfred. And? And the MLB. The owners in particular. The owners and Rob Manfred exclusively. I I put none of this on the players. I did, did, no, it's not the players' fault. Exactly. Just, uh, so, just, uh, that wins. Let's go right into talking about it, Tommy. So... Uh, let's see, the last time we talked about this <laughs> was a while ago. Very long time ago, and I believe they were just barely talking. 
Sounds right. So, yesterday, they were kind of being like, well, shit, we kind of need to get this done. For once, I actually was checking Bob Nightingale's Twitter account. I usually don't, but since like he was the only person that was like awake during this time. Yeah, that dude did not sleep last night. Did not sleep at all, and I applaud him for that. He got he got what we needed. Well, <laughs> he had certain talks to be like, yeah, they're like agreeing on certain things, and then it's like, and then here comes today, nothing. Now, what's the first two weeks of games or the first two series that got canceled today? Two series of games. Series? Okay. I saw conflicting reports. It said, he said the Manfred himself said the first two series. Oh, that clown. Cancels games. Smiles about it. Literally just, I literally thought I was watching a scene of this from the joke. I'm like, you can't, you're laughing. You cancel games and you're laughing. I thought I was watching a Saturday Night Live sketch. Just, I, uh, just, uh, just makes me so mad. I, like, and I wasn't surprised, like, and I knew I wasn't going to be surprised that nothing was going to get talked about. But here I am being absolutely pissed off that this happened. It's okay, we still got the Monarchs. I, I yeah, I know, but still though, like, it just, this just royally pisses me off. I know. It really pisses me off, too. Macy, your thoughts on it? Sounds pretty dumb. It is. 43 days without a proposal by the MLB. 43. It took 43 days, and now it's the fun. They're like, oh, shit, we probably should be doing something. (laughs) And it's not billionaires versus millionaires. I hate that narrative. No, it's not like the it's not like the people that are already have made in the MLB trying to make more money. They're trying to get the money for the young the young kids that are coming up in the MLB. In the minor leagues right now. They don't want them to get shafted. It's the only reason why they're they're fighting like this. Yet everyone's like, Oh, the the players are greedy. I'm like, No, they're not. The only people saying that are trying to get on the owner's good side. Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. Or are paid by the owners to say that. Or just, you know... Idiots. Idiots. Oh. But the uh, <laughs> players' press conference was uh, mysteriously cut off today. Hmm, interesting. By both ESPN and the MLB Network. I just, it, 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 I just, I have no words. Like I have none. I applaud Jeff pa- Jeff Passan. I feel bad for the man. I <laughs> applaud him for his coverage that he's been giving us. Yes. Although I hated the one time I actually hated his guts was like you already when he tweeted that you should know this by now. I'm like you, damn it. Yeah. I, I literally went. This motherfucker. I did that at the Manfred. My Twitter has been fun the last five hours. So I know you don't watch this show called Smiling Friends, but it's on my Twitter. It's like I've 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 watched a few episodes. 
Look, Pim, this guy's pretty insane. Let's just call. Let's just collect our stuff, and this guy's obviously a lost cause. So let's just cut our losses and get out of here. Like, wow, I've never seen a more accurate clip in my life that is basically what's happening during the MLB negotiations. Rob Manfred became commissioner in 2014. Has he, has he really been commissioner for that long? Yep. And since then, he has let the Astros cheat and get away with it. Let the Red Sox cheat and get away with it. Called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. And has now done this. Not a great track record. Great. I'm surprised how the owners haven't... I'm surprised how no one has realized... Oh, wait. Why would the owners care? They've... MLB as a total has made $47 billion in growth growth profit since he's become commissioner. So, why would they do anything? Fair point. It's really going to take the fans just revolting. See, bullying works. Oh, it's worked before. Or, it has worked before. But, it's really just going to take the fans revolting right now. I mean, hell, they already have been. I mean more. I mean, like, we stop going to games and such. Oh, they're going to stop going to games. Me and you Trust are. Me. When they start playing, there's not... Attendance is going to be at an all-time low because of what's been happening. Yeah, I'm, I can tell you this right now. Me and you aren't going to games. We'll go across the state line and go watch the Monarchs. Like I said on Twitter, I've had more fun at... I had more fun last year at Monarchs games than I did at Royals games. Part of that is because the Monarchs are way more competitive than the Royals are, but... And it's also uh, no surprise that the uh, season tickets have almost completely sold out already from the Monarchs. Wait, they have? Yeah. Oh. Well, the Royals, people who had Royal season tickets are not going to be able to, you know... Go to games? Yeah, so... (laughs) Why would he? Or why would they buy Royal season tickets? And if they want to watch baseball... They could do it for a fraction of the price. Just, ugh, I'm just so mad. I know. Uh, we here at B Card Entertainment I... are fully supporting the players, though, and their fight for all this. And until then, we are going to be going to exclusively Monarchs games. So, yeah, we be lucky, professional. Holy crap, try that again. We'd be lucky enough to see baseball professionally by the MLB by May. I don't think we're getting a season. We'll be we'll be lucky to get something. Yeah, I don't I don't think we're getting a season, bud. I've said this for a while here on this podcast and otherwise. I mean hell, the seeds were planted like what? Over a year ago. Or two years ago. I'd say more than a year ago. Two years ago. I'd say three. No, COVID for sure. 
No, I'd say the year before that, the seeds were kind of planted. I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, on a moving on from baseball being uh, depressing to a documentary that was depressing. Our uh, documentary view for this week came to us from Macy Shear. Would you, Macy? Would you like to say the name of this the name of this lovely documentary? Um. Yeah. It was. Oh, where is... Where did I screenshot that at? Oh, crap. Um, it was about Bob Ross. Bob Ross, ha- Happy like, Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed was the name of this documentary. Uh, before we get... And, in, like, usually... Uh-huh. Macy, you are a robot. You're sending. People aren't going to understand that until they listen to Outspoken. Anyway, Macy, go ahead. Well, usually when you say Bob Ross, everyone's like, oh my god, I love Bob Ross. You know, they never really have anything bad to say about him. And then you watch this and you're like, oof, all that happened? mm." So I guess that'll tie into, you know, we talk about our overall thoughts of the doc before we, you know go into it. Uh, Tommy, your response to that. Still love Bob Ross, but all that stuff that happened behind the scenes was just, ugh, was so, this is second bleep, it's just so fucked. You've had multiple bleeps already. Just, ugh. Especially with Rob Rob Manfred. I was so just messed up. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, uh, whoo, uh, this was a, a documentary that I did not expect it to be. The first thing... Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah no, I th- going into something be like, okay, why does it say betrayal and greed and all that? And then I find out why. I'm like, oh. Yeah, good lord. Um, overall thoughts before we go into this, otherwise? It was really good. It was really good. I still love Bob Ross. I still love all the paintings and all that stuff that he did on TV and stuff. I don't think this documentary really changes how I feel about him, but it's kind of like good to know all that knowledge behind everything that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I same boat with Macy. Yeah. Um, So before we go into the doc, here's a quote from the doc in the beginning that I found interesting. And as I, went farther in watching this documentary rang kind of true even more if you want bad if you want to think about bad things go watch the news i so i heard that and like mm, that's very true for times like this and this documentary kind of rang that a little bit more true <laughs> as we we're going on so uh we meet steven or steve ross who is Bob Ross's His son. son. Uh, Macy, do you want to take the lead on notes for this one? Since this was your documentary that you uh, proposed to us? I mean, I'll, I'll say, like, the notes that I had. I don't want to, like, take up all the notes and stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll go through what I had here. Uh, Bob Ross okay. lived in Alaska. He served in the Air Force. That's why he was in Alaska at the time in the 1960s. 
we learn that his afro was a perm. Yeah, no, that oh, that was so. I, I was like, you mean to tell me I've been lied to my entire life? That kind of like hurt me a little bit. I was like, I was like, I've never been, I've never felt more betrayed in my life. And then, and then, the MLB stuff comes out. I'm like, oh, okay. I just was like, I was like, I've been lied to this whole time. Like, my whole life has been a lie. That's what I said to you. I'm like, my whole life has been a lie. He has a perm. I was like, Like, a perm? One of the most famous afros of all. And it's a perm. And I'm like, perm. Get it right. Whatever. Just, oh, my whole worldview just is cracked wide open. We're like, it's, it's actually a perm. It's not an afro. Uh, we find out that Bob got divorced from uh, Steve's mother. I I can kind of see that. I that would surprise me. Like you would think he'd be like like a guy that's just like you know a kind soul would never get divorced. You know that kind of guy. I didn't think of him like yeah he's already been he just divorced. Yeah, you know I that. Mean, you mean what? I'm. I, I guess. I, I guess, like, I find, like, people, you know, having divorces nowadays is so normal that, like, it doesn't bother me, like, if people are in documentaries and they're like, yeah, I got divorced. It's just so normal to me. Like, we've all watched Bob Ross, like, his, like, the, you know, the Joy Pink stuff. Like, you wouldn't, he wouldn't be the guy to think, be like, yeah, he's divorced, actually. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's the thing with when it was Joy of Painting. He wasn't divorced at that time. He remarried. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's that other lady. Jan. Jan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She was like, she was, uh, I wanted to say, is she a lieutenant at one of the bases that he was at? She was a secretary. Secretary. To the lieutenant at one of the bases. Um, We also meet John Phantom, who was kind of the guy that pushed him to paint a lot more because like he said i don't want to say i was bob's teacher because bob was already an incredible artist right it's like that's a, that's awesome that's friend that's that's like a homie being a homie you know yeah uh we then are introduced to william alexander who was actually the inspiration for the joys of painting and became bob's uh mentor Yeah. I had never heard of this guy before this documentary. Neither have I. I'm like, there are certain people, I'm like, okay, who are you? Exactly. Okay, who are you? Um, Bob becomes a art salesman for him, and along with a painting instructor for William Alexander, where he meets Dana Jester, who becomes best friends with Bob. Yes. Uh, this dude had a sick mustache. Dude, that stash was so. That stash was just ugh, moah. Also, Beautiful. he was giving. I don't know what it was, but he also kind of reminded me of Stan Kroenke. Anybody else get that? Not really. No, no, I can't. No, I'm okay. trying to think about it now. Like, no, or maybe Ted really. Turner. You no know, more. I can get a more Ted Turner. Yeah, like I. It's one of the two. I don't know which one, but it's one of the two. It looked more like Ted Turner. Okay. 
uh, becomes friends with Bob, and that's when Bob meets and Oh, my lord, this. Etta? Et oh, Inez? Annette. Annette Oh, Kowalski. Annette. Okay. I just stopped because my hatred flows for this person now after watching this documentary. You Annette mean Kowalski? Kowalski's? Yeah, well, the no, Kowalski's. he first meets Annette, and then he meets Walt. I... Yeah, I'm not... Oh, they're both scumbags. Yeah, no, they're both scumbags. Uh, he and meets I, them in 1982. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Macy, yeah. you just roboted out. She's ascending. Tommy, no one gets that. The podcast, or the oh. Outspoken has not come out yet. Well, they'll find out Thursday. Oh, my God. Exclusive, right here on YouTube. Game's plug. Yeah. Uh, yep. Annette Kowalski in 1982 at a painting seminar. Uh, this couple was something else. Um, I have one thing to say, I think. Yeah. I hate how she introduces herself in the documentary and stuff and like kind of played like this, oh, pity me kind of thing. Where she was like, I went through a dark time of grieving. I lost my son. And Bob Ross was kind of that person who gave off a son vibe. Like, you so, know, gave off, like... As we find out later in the documentary, that wasn't for this doc. This was just another interview that she gave. Speaking of... Right. They had, like, they put, like, the thing up that said, like, you know, 11 people that were, like... More than a dozen. Bob. Or more than a dozen people are, like, scared to do it because, you know, the Kowalski. The Kowalskis. Oh. Uh, Walt, because her... Walt was a former CIA agent. Yeah. When, when yeah. I heard that, I'm like, ooh, I do not like that. I know. I heard that. I'm like, okay, that's... And I didn't know where that... I oh. hadn't seen this documentary yet, so I didn't know where that was going. And then, and then how they kind of, like, spit the truth out about, like, how, like, uh, retired CIA agents still use their um contacts. Contacts. Yeah, yeah, contacts to like know, like know stuff about people and stuff like that. Yeah, it's and they were didn't they say they were wiretapping the phones there at home? Yeah, yep. for Bob to cup. use. Yeah, I'm like, how? I'm like, okay. First of all, that's impressive. Second of all, why? I don't know. I was I was like, that's impressive, but also very creepy at the exact same time. Yeah. Uh, Bob oh, gets, yeah. Bob gets a spot on the TV station uh, to sell more painting classes was the original idea. Oh, wait. Yes, Macy? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I also didn't like how the Kowalskis, like, if they are having, like, a personal family meeting, they would go into the other room and, like, talk, even though they had Bob and Steve move in with them. Yeah, no, like, I... Like, family. Yeah. yeah, I did not. That was... Mm. I don't I know. I was like, that's kind of odd. Uh, did you catch yeah. what town that they were in? Uh, Muncie, Indiana or something like that? Yes, it is. Muncie, Indiana. 
It's a nice little city in Indiana, I'm not going to lie. Did you pass through there? Uh, no, but on a pre previous trip, we've been through there. Oh, okay. We've made several trips through Indiana in my lifetime. Because we don't fly, we drive. Anyway, uh, yeah, Muncie, Indiana is where he got his start, and we are then introduced to Sally Schneck, the TV producer and director for mm -hmm. The Joyce of Painting. And this is where... I love her. Yeah, she seems was, great. She's, I'm like, I, she's amazing. All right, I'm gonna be honest, this is where my notes get a little bit, uh scattered so if i skip some parts please fill it in um he started so he was on joy and painting for a while doing his thing uh he painted a picture in gray for a colorblind man because that's all that the guy could see which is which, which is awesome uh we learned that dana and steve taught classes as part of Bob's, uh, well, business, for lack of a better term. And then we're introduced to the Jenkins. Who the did... flower painters? Yes, yes, the flower painters from Florida. And they were friends right. with Bob, and they went into how they became friends with Bob and such. They'd go out to dinner all the time at trade shows. So, yeah. And this is where... Uh, the it goes downhill. Yeah, Starting. yeah. This is, yeah, it's Whew. like it's all happy, and then boom, it's like it gets south real quick. So. Oh yeah, like they had to bring out like, oh yeah, he had all these great relationships, and he did this, and he did that for people, and blah blah. And this is where it gets a little like twisted, and you're just like, dang. We then learned that Bob had an affair with Annette. With Annette. Annette. With the dead, I'm like, excuse me? Now, I'm not sure what the age difference was between the two of them. But it's probably significant. <laughs> I did not like it. I also, like, kind of, like, conspiracy, like, kind of put a conspiracy theory together. Like, you know how her husband's, like, part of the CIA and stuff? Mm -hmm. I was like, what if, like, in order for, like, them to do what they needed to do and stuff, you know, like, with all, like, uh, taking care of so his money on, and save, stuff. Save that conspiracy theory for the end, then. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we find out Bob had an affair. Uh, him and Jan, however, smoothed it over, which I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I don't... That makes absolutely zero sense. Um, and then they talked about his voice... Yeah, okay, so I don't have a note on this, so if you would, please talk about that. Okay, so, like, they stated how, like, very soft-spoken he is, like, throughout his whole time doing the joys of painting. And if you've watched a Bob Ross uh, painting episode, you know. It's, like, very, like, very nice, very soft. He, he speaks in sort of an ASMR voice, is how I take it every time I watched it. Yeah. And then they went and they went and switched it up and they were like, it's kind of like he was trying to talk sexy to people. I was like, what? I was like, what? Like, huh? Bob I, Ross was talking sexy. I thought he was just joking around and stuff. And like, I thought that's just how he talked. 
No. Oh yeah, he oh he yeah. Like apparently, like he's like a thrill seeker. He had like a nineteen sixty nine Corvette. Oh like, yeah. Like with the the fiberglass and like like three fifty engine. I'm like, good god, this man's living the dream. Yeah, and like oh, and he's super kind of nature and everything. But yeah, with the voice thing, and when they were like, women would just sign up to just come see him, and all of his painting studio stuff sold out and it was the majority of women and blah blah, blah. and then so and then in one of the interviews with his son he was like oh yeah this lady ripped open his shirt to try to get a piece of his chest hair and i was like what weird oh 80s were a different time bam i was like i'm like well this is the 80s so uh, uh bob reynolds uh, oh god yeah i just was like oh uh, okay. Bob Ross then goes on a talk show run, including Regis and Kathy Lee. That's where I found out he had the perm. Is like that when it started. Yeah. He's like, "Well, this isn't a perm. Well, this isn't an afro. It's actually a perm." Like what? Yeah, there were a few others. I don't remember the names of the people, but a bunch of other Why daytime talk shows. Seat? A lot of other talk shows. And then we get to the Kowalskis and some of the shading dealings that they did. Oh, just, I hate those people. Um, the Kowalskis start to sell BS tools and paint with Bob Ross's face and name on it. Uh, with major price markups. Uh, so much so that Bob would argue with the Kowalskis about the price of the products. Oh, yeah. It's kudos to him. He wanted to make sure everyone could paint. Like, yeah. Well, ah, fuck that. Sorry. <laughs> um. Then Jan gets diagnosed with cancer. Oh my god, it's so sad. Like I'm like, like oh man, that sucks. Um. It just. Oof. This documentary was a very like big roller coaster of like emotion. <laughs> it's like. Why? I'm like, why is, like, it's so sad. I'm like, I felt so many emotions. Like, rage, you know, anger, sadness, you know, all that kind of stuff. So Joy from watching how nice he is and yeah, stuff I know. like that. So, Jan dies of cancer, and then Bob... <laughs> God, this dude had just terrible luck. Uh, is also diagnosed with cancer. No, he had uh, lymphoma. Okay, well, that's a type of cancer. Hodgkin's okay. lymphoma is... Um, I didn't catch what they thought it was that caused it. The, like the, the, the paint... Paint thinner? The paint thinner, whatever it was. You know how he did like his... like uh, Beat the like devil out of it? Like, you know, beat the hell... Yeah, beat the devil out of it? Yeah. Well, on the side of his... Uh... Easel. Yeah, easel. So, what was the reason they gave for how he got it then? Well, it's be probably probably was paint remover is a straight chemical, and okay. he was like did it. It was like he in, he like was inhaling a lot of it. Because so, remember, they said they would never do like just one a, like one a day. They do like three. three. Yeah, three three paintings a day. I'm gonna be honest. Right about here is when the MLB news broke. So. My notes became a little bit sparse. Uh, so yeah, Bob gets diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, 
We then find out that he has been dubbed in several countries. Which is like, okay, cool. Alright, like, that's weird. Alright, right. cool, nice, I like that. <laughs> um, God, do you imagine how much money those people made to just be the voiceover guy? The dub, or the guy doing the dubs for Bob Ross? <laughs> Bob Ross? A oh, lot. You would have, like, the best job ever. That's a, it's a lot. Like, you're, you're dubbing the most kindest person in the world. I know. Yeah, wait, did they say that they caught, like, his soft voice? Like, when they would do the dubbing, would they be as soft-spoken as him? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, listening to it, it didn't sound like it. Like, they just kind of, like, you know. Ah. Uh, all of the day. I mean, they tried to. It sounded like I couldn't really Yeah. Tell. I would love to hear the guy trying or trying to dub it in German, trying to do a soft voice for it. I, I know, exactly. <laughs> that isn't gonna work. Um... His final episode of the show was in 1994. Uh, and then, uh, speaking of the Kowalskis being scumbags, Annette Kowalski steals all the Jenkins paintings and books and tries to drive them and does drive them out of business. I was like, I hate, I hate her. I'm like, this is like, I'm like, this is straight plagiarism. No, straight. Yeah, her. no, it is. It's. It, is she dead? <laughs> like I have no idea. No idea. I don't want to get sued into oblivion. Yeah. Not at all. I hate her. We do not nearly have enough money to try and combat her. No, but I will state my opinion and I don't like her, so. Okay. Um <laughs> Bob tried to get Steve to do to paint on TV for shows like he did. Steve resented it and was resistant to it. The Kowalskis ordered Bob to do stuff while he was literally dying from cancer. Assholes. Uh, Bob joined a kid's TV show because he always wanted to do a show for kids. I know. Oh, so precious. I want to know what that show was that he was on. I I don't... I kind of same but i'm like okay it's just a kid show and apparently like the the kowalskis did not want him to do that no. he was like I, like he's like i really don't care this is where the stuff with the kowalskis really ramped up for how much i hate them uh the kowalskis tried to get bob to sign his name over to them before he died literally they literally visit, like, him and his son, like, visit the Kowalskis, put him in, like, some guest room. They put him in the bed, and then Steve walks out, and Nett is like, can you have him sign this for us? And it's literally, a, like, the rights to his name, image, and likeness. Yeah. Like, oh. Um, oh. Bob marries, a, marries the nurse that was tending to him to make oh. sure the Kowalskis couldn't get all his stuff. Which, Good. Yeah, well, we find out how that goes later on. Yeah, that end up. I know. Um, I know, it just... <sighs> Bob weighed 85 pounds before he died. I'm like, wow. So that's I'm, just, I'm, like, bone at that point. Bone in the yeah, organs, he, and that's it. He's kind of, He was kind of, like, he wasn't, like, super hefty, but, like, you know he had meat on him. Bones. Oh, he had some muscle there because he was Air Force. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, he couldn't drink. They had to wet his lips because his throat was closed. Which, God. Mm. Uh, and then Bob Ross died on July 5th, 1995. Uh, the Kowalskis didn't show up to his funeral and tried to hide the fact of when the funeral was and that he had died. And because of that, only 40 people showed up to the funeral. Oh, that's just so scummy. Uh, the Kowalskis didn't want it. Uh, people to know he died because they didn't want their business to die down of selling his products. I was like, mm. I mean, people were going to find out anyways. Yeah, once they found out on, uh, where did they say it was? It was the national, na- oh, some national that. newspaper. From the news and like from the papers and all Yeah. Um, then we're, I didn't get this guy's name, but the guy from the Netherlands, did you all catch his name? I thought he was from Germany. No, no. it's in the Netherlands. No, but like, they, he talked about how basically they were just great. Yeah. Uh, we're introduced to their operation overseas, uh, where they were using Bob Ross's name still. In Europe and in the United States, uh, the Kowalskis went completely crazy after his death and were firing people who weren't shilling their products. Uh, they, including, they forged Bob Ross paintings and sold them. Ugh. Ugh, Jesus. Then the, uh, what's your face? Literally was like, like Annette. Yourself. Yeah, so oh, I Annette. have that as well. The only per- yeah, Annette, the only person the that can authenticate Bob Ross paintings. Is Annette. I'm like, that's a load of shit, but okay. And then they complete then they continue to mess with the Jenkins again. Oh my god. Like, I just ugh. Uh the next note I have is don't buy Bob Ross products. Literally the next note that I have. Because of the it all the money goes to the Kowalskis. Yeah, no. Every time I every time I see something Bob Ross, I'm like the damn Kowalskis. I know that's how I'm good. That's how it's gonna be for me, and that sucks. I'm, I'm literally turning into Timmy, like Timmy Turner's dad, literally like Kowalski. Dinkelberg. Dinkelberg. Kowalski. Kowalskis. Uh, Steve went to court to countersue the Kowalskis. Uh, because of his company that he had, SR or RSR. Um, but as we find out when during the deposition, they didn't even have the rights to his own. He didn't even have the rights to his own name, because Jimmy Cox, who's Bob Ross, was Bob Ross's uh, stepbrother, sold it to them <laughs> along with his third wife. It was like uh it was uh Steve's half brother. No, Bob's half brother. Cuz they said uh are you do you talk much with your uncle to Steve? Oh, wait, that's right. I yeah. always thought it was uh nope. Jimmy Cox didn't tell anybody that he did that. Uh the Kowalski's got some tapes that Bob had uh, recorded of them on their private phone messages, so we'll never hear those. And oh. then this is the weird part of the documentary that I feel like was in the wrong spot. 
the interview with the two people. About how, like, Bob is, like, a careful soul, like, a, yeah. you know... Changed their life from I was, like, painting on was, TV, and then all like, the stuff in the libraries and pop culture references. I feel like that was in the wrong spot and should have been at the end. Yeah. Or at the beginning, I mean. Shouldn't been, have been at yeah. the end. It should have been at the beginning. Because, yeah, you know, they're trying to do, you know, it's a somber tone at this point, and then here's just... Oh, Bob, help me. Or, oh, look at these funny people making references to Bob Ross. Instead of... I, was like, I feel like they were trying to lighten the mood after, like, you get slammed with all this, like, bullshit that was been going on. Eh. I, was like, I feel like it should have just continued the way that it was. I was like, yeah. Ooh, now it's not the time right now. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That was my feeling on it. Uh, we then find out that Steve and Dana are still doing, um... Painting classes, I yes. think, right? Yes, 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 yes. And the Kowalskis are making millions <sighs> off of Bob Ross's name. Still That's to this so day. so shitty. So, sc- so scummy. Just... I... God. I really... I really hate people like that. Like, they took advantage of a nice, kind-hearted guy who just wanted to paint. Who just wanted to freaking paint. Yep. (sighs) Yep. Uh, Your conspiracy theory that you had, Macy? Oh. So, you know, like, how, like, Bob Ross and Annette had this affair and whatever. I feel like they kind of use like their C, C, CIA. CIA. Yeah, yeah, CIA. I don't know why it took me so long to figure that out. CIA privileges to force them to have affairs with Annette and stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't really feel like he was willingly wanting to have an affair. It just kind of like was forced to happen. You think so? Yeah. Because, like, in that interview, that was before this documentary and stuff, how she sat there and said, like, Bob Ross is, like, the son that, you know, like, her son passed, and, like, he filled that void. Yeah, hearing that and being reminded later on that they had an affair, that's kind of one of those, the hell? I was like, huh? So he reminded you of your son, so you wanted to have sex with him? Yeah. I I just felt like it was very, I just felt like it was very pushed on him. I don't feel like, I don't know. They're weirdos. Well, they're scumbags, that's for sure. They're weirdo scumbags, so. (laughs) Weirdo scumbags. Um, overall thoughts on the documentary before we give it a rating? I... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But, uh, like, I did as well. But, but I just, I wish people didn't fuck him over like that. Yeah. I mean, like, didn't fuck him over like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Out of five, what are we giving this? A four and a half. Okay. Uh, 4.3. 
It's you can only go of multiples of point oh. two five. Frax. Uh, I'll just go four then. Okay, I'll give it a four. So, uh, the Dansbury documentary from last week is still on top so far in our rankings. Uh, Tommy, what documentary are we watching next week? Okay, so here's the thing. I have two choices. No oh boy. Uh, option one. This is. They're both on Netflix, so this will be very fairly easy to watch. Okay. Okay. We have option number one. It's the the one about the minor league baseball team, like the batter bastards of baseball. Okay. That one, or we can watch Icarus. What What's is Icarus? It? Yeah, hold up. About doping. What? Mm, no, let's do uh, bastards of baseball. Wait, what was Icarus? Doping. Icarus, like uh, the like like uh, doping and cycling. Yeah. Oh, no, I'd rather watch baseball than that. Yeah, okay. of baseball next week. So that's what we're going to watch next week. Uh, before we get wrapped things up here, it is now time for picks. Fine, Alamar, oh, it is picks for us. Uh, last week, who lord, y'all did not do well last week. Actually, yeah. none of us did well last week. I don't know about it. None of us <laughs> did well last week overall, oh. actually. Uh, out of a possible eight games, Tommy got two games right. Macy got three, and I got four. Wow. Yeah, well, that happens when we all pick the same team in three out of the four games. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Tommy can redeem himself this week. Are y'all ready for picks this week? Yeah. Yeah. Five from the NCAA, two from the NHL, and one from the NBA. So once again, we have eight picks this week. Okay. Starting us off, it's an S. So I have one game in basketball from each of the Power Five conferences. Okay. Uh, starting us off from the SEC, number fourteen Arkansas against number thirteen Tennessee. This is major <laughs> turn SEC tournament implications on this game right here. Um, I'll go with Arkansas. Macy is going with the Razorbacks. Ooh, is this game in Fayetteville? Uh, it's in Knoxville. Who's in Knoxville? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'll go with Tennessee. Tommy is going with Volunteers, and I am as well. Tennessee's playing some really good basketball right now. And I feel like Arkansas might be a little bit emotionally drained after knocking off Kentucky. Whereas I feel yeah. like Arkansas has pretty much played up to their uh, abilities beating Auburn. Number 21, Texas, travels to Lawrence, Kansas, into the fog to take on the number 6-ranked Jayhawks. I don't like Texas, so I'm picking Kansas. Kansas. All right, we all have the Jayhawks. Oh, God, they're going to lose now. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Last I checked, they're losing a TCU. Mm. Let's see if that's still happening. Uh, that's the last time I checked, too. They were losing. I'm, like, I'm okay. checking right now. Oh, boy. They're down 61-49 to 49 to TCU. Jesus. Ooh, oh, that's... my God. Nebraska won. They knocked oh. off number 23, Ohio State. Oh, like, wait, really? Yes. Oh, all right. 78-70. Tommy! <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Nothing go. else. Nothing else matters. Tommy, your initial reaction right now. 
At least we're not Missouri. I mean, at least we beat a ranked team on, like, a certain team that the state I'm in right now. We have beaten a ranked team. Who? Uh, Alabama? Oh, that's... Alabama? Really? <laughs> how, how did you forget that? And does it look like I'm a Missouri fan? No, so... Yes, we know. And you still have a worse <laughs> record than us, so shut the hell up. We're shit at basketball. We're also shit at football, so. Yeah. And I'm shit at life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you do you there, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alabama was ranked number 15 when we beat them. They were. Oh, yeah, that's right, they were. Yeah. God, Mizzou only has one game left. In the season? Yep. Until the tournament. <clears throat> At home against Georgia. They just lost 73-69 to South Carolina. But that's not really a surprise. <laughs> South Carolina is probably going to be a tournament team. Anyway, back to picks. So we all have Kansas. Right. Battle yes. for Los Angeles, number 16 USC Trojans at number 17 UCLA Bruins. Pac-12 is pretty much on the line right here in this game. It, where is this game in? Technically, it's UCLA's home court. They're in, so they're in poly, they're poly Pavilion or whatever it's called? Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, red and gold in this arena, though. Oh man, I don't know. What was the last? What was the score the last time they played? I just closed out of what I was looking at. So one second here. Um. The last time these two played, the final score was 67 to 64, a victory for USC on their own home court. So UCLA is going to want to get some revenge. Uh, I will say this USC is getting ready to play Arizona as we're recording tonight. So if USC beats Arizona, they need to win against UCLA to get. To win the regular season, turn or regular season against uh, both Arizona and UCLA for the Pac-12, and get the number one seed to face Oregon State in the Pac-12 tournament. <laughs> so, I will take UCLA. Tommy, is what going was with the other team? USC. USC. Uh, I'll do USC. Uh, I'm gonna go with UCLA. I'm gonna go with UCLA because USC is getting ready to play tonight. So, so I have the Bruins of UCLA from the ACC. It's the Battle of Tobacco Road. Unranked North Carolina Tar Heels, who I don't know is going to be a tournament team or not this year, at the number four Blue or Duke Blue Devils. Duke Blue Devils. Who do y'all got? North Carolina at this point is just fighting to probably get in the tournament. Uh, I'll do 
He says North Carolina. Who else? Duke. So this game's Duke. in Cameron. Yeah, it's in Cameron. Ooh. I said Duke. Duke. We all have the Blue Devils. Finally, from the NCAA, coming to us from the Big Ten, number 24 Iowa travels to Champaign, Illinois, to take on the number 20 Illinois Illini. What a rebound Iowa has made this year. Oh, they have made a complete 180 from the beginning of the season. It was looking bad for them, and conference play, they have turned it around. I mean, they have royally turned it around. I'll do Iowa. Macy going with the Hawkeyes. I don't know. This is a interesting game. This game's in Champaign. Yep. Man, it's a ooh. This is a tough one. I guess. I'll take uh, the line. Tommy going with Illinois. I hate Illinois, so go Hawkeyes. Mizzou fan. Well, you we, don't, we don't like you Illinois. Springfield on the way there. What? You passed through Springfield on the way there. Yeah, I know. I hate Illinois. No, the the university. Mizzou fan. We don't like uh, Illinois. Of course. I chose Kansas, but that's because I hate Texas. I also hate Kansas. NHL action, St. Louis Blues at the New York Rangers. Blues have pretty much come out of nowhere and are dominating that and threatening for the top position in the Central Division. The Rangers, meanwhile, are treading water and are maintaining their hold on a playoff spot in the Atlantic. They're in Metropolitan. They're the Metropolitan Division. That is Rangers and who? Blues. St. Louis. Blues. Macy going with the Blues? Yeah, Blues. 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 I'm going to go with the boys in blue, but let's go Rangers. I was about to say they both wear blue, but okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with the team that's been around since the 1910s, so... Pittsburgh Penguins at the Carolina Hurricanes. Both teams are, well, the Hurricanes are really. I'll do Hurricanes. Hey. The Hurricanes ah. are really stating their claim this year to be a team to be reckoned with. Unfortunately for them, the Lightning and the Panthers are in their same division. Macy's going with the Hurricanes. Tommy. Who are they playing? Pittsburgh. Playing the pen, they're playing the pens. Yep. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I'll take Carolina. Tommy going with the Hurricanes. Uh, the last time that y'all picked a Penguins game, the Penguins beat the Rangers one nothing. So there is that. However, that being said, I am going with the Hurricanes. Uh, Pittsburgh's really having an up and down year this year. Very uncharacteristically for them. Fine Nalamar from the NBA. The Philadelphia 76ers, after adding James Harden, travel down to South Beach to Miami to take on the Heat. Ooh, it's an interesting game. It is. That's why I selected it. Plus, there's no other good NBA games this week. 
Unless I wanted to do a tank bowl game. Wait, what team does Harden play for? The Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, the 76ers or the Heat? Yep. Um... Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I'll probably go with the 76ers. Macy going with Philly? Tommy? Didn't Miami just beat Chicago? They kind of held down DeMar DeRozan. Chicago is completely banged up right now. Yeah, but they can kind of contain DeMar. I'll take Miami. DeMar DeRozan's the only player on their team. Currently. That being said, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler and the boys with Miami. I don't know what it is. I don't trust the 76ers at all this year. Like in past seasons? Go figure. Uh, Just because you added James Harden, I'm supposed to consider you a threat? Nah. Nah. There's two teams in the East right now I'm worried about, and that's the Bulls when they're healthy and the Bucks. Yeah. I have to agree with that. I mean, the Sun right now. The Suns are looking over the West at like beating you, beat you, beat you, beat you. You know, they're the Grizzlies. You know, John Moran just being an absolute freak of nature right now. You the know, the Suns blew out the Grizzlies last time they played. Yeah, but still, though, John Moran is on an absolute terror right now. Let's put it I that know. way. I know. However, the Suns have been able to shut him down. Go figure. You throw him against Chris Paul, he can't do anything. You gonna try and dunk on DeAndre Ayton? Like. But those are our picks this week to review them. Number 14, Arkansas. At number 13, Tennessee. Macy has the Razorbacks. Me and Tommy have the Volunteers. Number 21, Texas. At number 6, Kansas. We all have the Jayhawks. Number 16, USC. At number 17, UCLA. Macy has the Trojans. Me and Tommy have the Bruins. Unranked North Carolina, still sounds weird to say. At number four, Duke, we all have the Blue Devils. Number 24, Iowa. At number 20, Illinois. Me and Macy have the Hawkeyes. Tommy has the Illini. In the NHL, Blues at Rangers. Macy and Tommy have the Blues. I have the New York Rangers. Penguins at Hurricanes. Nobody has the Penguins. We all have Carolina. And Finalamar in the NBA, Philadelphia 76ers at Miami Heat. Macy has gone with the Sixers. Me and Tommy have gone with the Heat. Whew! May the odds be ever in your favor. All right, folks. Before we close out, would y'all like? Do y'all have anything you would like to say? Macy, the exciting news that you read off? Huh? The exciting news that you read off about one of your favorite TV shows? Me? Yeah. One of your favorite favorite TV TV shows had some big news today? Oh! Bender's back, baby! Oh my gosh, I'm super excited that John DiMaggio finally... They've reached, like... What's the word I'm looking for? An agreement. An agreement? 
Yeah, I don't know why I was going to say verdict, but yeah, an agreement on what to pay him, so he's officially coming back to it. Say a verdict? What, did he get arrested? So did, I they, mean, so did they just give him all the monies to be Bender, yes. or did they give him... He, he now huh. owns the state of Montana. Ah, okay, alright, so they gave him all the monies, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I figured you probably wanted to talk about that. Yes, I'm very excited. Futurama's coming back. Tommy, your thoughts on it? It's pretty cool. I'm gonna watch it. That's all that y'all have about that? Yeah. Alright, anything else y'all want to talk about before we wrap it up here? Um... Did you know that Dick Van Dyke is 96 years old and he's married to a 50-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. I just found that out today. Dick Van Dyke can do whatever he wants. He's older than the queen. <laughs> I just didn't know he was married to a 50-year-old. I kind of like looked at that and I was like, what? How did I miss this? Dick is Van true? Dyke is awesome. <laughs> What was that, Tommy? Is that true? He's older than the Queen? Yep. He Holy served, heck. He served in one of the World Wars. Uh-huh. I think World War Two. And he had his own show. And he was in Mary Poppins. Poppins! Mary Poppins! I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Poppins, y'all! <laughs> uh, is that all you got? Yes. Yeah. All right. Time for the shenanigans to end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Big Time Talkers. If you enjoy listening to Macy Shear spout off random weird facts, check out her podcast that she does when we don't get political on there. The CSP, the Shear Shit Podcast. Uh, Macy, we did not have a podcast last week because we got a little bit too political. So, hopefully this week we can uh, prevent that from happening, yes? Right. I don't even know what we talked about last podcast, honestly. So. All right. What do you have on deck for us this week? Oh, Stone. Uh, one second. Let me take a look here, Aziz. Um, right. No, I'll do this one. So, you know there's, like, a famous recipe from The Office, right? No, I hate The Office. Oh. Do you like Skillet? Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like anyway. Skillet, but I hate The Office. F off. What is it? That's so, like, ass. That, that, that'd be so backwards. For me, that sounds so backwards. Like, yeah. I, I also don't like Friends. Love Skillet, though. I don't, I don't love like Skillet. Either. I yeah. like Skillet. I don't love them. Can I be honest with you? <laughs> friends at all. Like the show Friends. I hate it. Hate it. I hate it. I'm a Seinfeld kind of guy, so. Yep. Anyways, so. <laughs> the chili recipe that, what's his name did? Oh, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, the chili recipe that Kevin did, um. It was found hidden inside inside the terms of use 
for the Peacock streaming service. Nice. Okay. That's actually... What? <laughs> sure, why not? I don't know. Hey, you want to watch Blood Money? Well, here's Terms of Service where there's a recipe for chili in there. That's... Okay, that's so random, but all right. Speaking of blood money, Tommy got to talk about that a little bit this past week by himself on We Are Not Entertained. Tommy, what did you talk about this past week on We Are Not Uh, Entertained? Covered the usual rounds we do on Lane, the wrestling news and all that. Reviewed uh, the uh, October 29th episode of Superstars. Um, Can you remind me what episode we're doing next? Because I did... Because I don't know which one we're doing next. Um, All I know is we're doing another episode of Stars News, and that's pretty much it. I have to pull up which one it is. Hang on. (laughs) November 5th. 2009. Ah, okay. I'm going to see here on this uh, nifty little website that I have handy. Uh, what is on that card? <laughs> this handy dandy little notebook. Uh, we get Chris Jericho on this card, Tommy. Hi, 2 J. We get Jericho. Get Jericho. Jericho. Take home on. improvement. He'll take on Finley. Uh, it is not confirmed, however, if Hornswoggle is with him or not. Oh, wait, I think this is, like, during the... No, wait, this is a little before the anonymous Raw GM. Yeah, we're, we're, a, few, we're a few years before that. Uh, you will also get Santino versus Chavo Guerrero. Wait, did you watch the right episode? I watched it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, we get a we get to see uh, Swagger versus Primo again. That was literally on the episode I just watched. What I the know hell? they're running it back. And Why? We also, I don't know. We also get Paul Burchill versus Tyler Rex. Oh, again, Tyler Rex again. I guess see Tyler Rex again. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> when uh, I, Tyler Rex is know, the baby face guy. I, I don't know. Uh, it looks like a bad episode next week, so that sucks. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, remember, we also have BTT Outspoken that goes out every Thursday now. Uh, the <laughs> first episode went live this past week. Uh, guys, what are, what, what are your favorite things of this upcoming week's BTT Outspoken? We have ascended. That's all I'm going to say. Macy, your favorite moment of BTT Outspoken this coming week? Um, (laughs) I I don't know, honestly. You being stoned? Probably. (laughs) Macy being stoned out of her mind. Baked like a three-layer cake over here. (laughs) <laughs> so be on the lookout for that this coming week it'll be on the youtube channel exclusively uh won't be on apple Podcasts, spotify 
So, exclusively to the YouTube channel. Where can people find you, Macy Shear, on Twitter? Macy Undershear. Wow. Okay. Must be some good stuff you're smoking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Macy Underscore Shear. And where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, nowhere. <laughs> That's a lie. I don't need people on my Instagram. You can just follow my Twitter. <laughs> Tell me, where can people find you on Twitter? Dude underscore Rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized. And where can they find you on Instagram? Nowhere, because I don't, I don't, I have an Instagram account, but I don't use it. Okay. Uh, where can you follow the main account for B Card Entertainment, guys? At B Card YT. Correct. What is capitalized on that? B and the YT. And the C. <laughs> and the C. Yes. I can be found at Brock Gorton 99 Only the B is capitalizing that. And when it comes to Instagram, well, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I still have an Instagram. So. That is all that we have, I do believe. Until BTT Outspoken this coming Thursday. I've been the engine, Brock Gorton. I've been the main man, Tommy Haley. I've been the email that listens to Screamo, Macy Shearer. Or the stoner loner. Um, Remember when that was one that you came up with? Because I won't forget that one of the nicknames you came up with. Yeah, but that one doesn't really roll off the tongue that No, it doesn't. Goth Girl Next Door does. No, no, it doesn't. You're outvoted to not work. <laughs> oh, lordy. Until <laughs> Thursday, have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. Goodbye, everybody. Drink plenty of water. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Sell some cookies. <laughs>